Magic is not something to be feared, but a gift to pass on. This has never been personal. What the hell it ain't? You're trying to kill my son. This book belongs to our family. And together, we're gonna use it to protect our family. One every person in the world. It's gonna change everything. It's too damn risky. Look what we've been through to get here. We can't stop fighting now. This time. Why did you do We have a choice. I hope you'll forgive me for this one last secret. Welcome, 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 everybody. This is the live uh, review of the 10th episode of Shit. Lovecraft Country, and eh, we have a few folks in here. Hello, hello, welcome, all you uh, wonderful melanated people. Thank you so much. Um, first of all, how y'all doing? How y'all feeling? What's what's up? Whew. I need a minute. <laughs> wait, wait, where's my light? Where's my light? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't know. Um, all right. So, how, okay. What about this this show overall? So, forget this episode, but just overall, how we feeling about the show? How we feeling about what's been going on? I love the show. Love it. And honestly, I'm not even really the you know sci-fi girl. I'm not really you know that particular thing. But I love what they did with the show. Like it, I'm, it was the drama. Yeah. It was the adventure. It was the black girl. It was everything. Yeah. The storytelling was what got me the most. Like okay. it was so unpredictable. There was nothing that you could see coming. You know. Okay. Um, I hope it's not a one-off, but it feels like it's just a one-off. I heard they said it was. Yeah. I hope not, but I mean, if it is, you know, let, you know, let the creative team do what they do. But I, I hope. I, not. I'm not even mad if it is a one-off, but I was just like, yo, come on. Like, this whole episode, I'm like, man, I hope my favorite character come back. Like, George was my overall favorite character. And I'm like, holding up, twisting, please let him come back. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, man, let me just say this. Honestly, I've never experienced anything like this type of show before. Like, as far as, like, black sci-fi, like, Mm -hmm. whole futuristic black Afro stuff, and Mm -hmm. then how they incorporated the history stuff in in the show as well. Like, I've never experienced any type of, you know, this before. I don't want it to be a one-off. Let's stop right there before we get too deep. Um, Definitely didn't introduce nobody. I know, right? We got straight to it. I'm Ray Coleman, the Carefree Black I thought I was late and I missed that part. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, I completely fucked it up. So, yeah, uh, Carefree Black Nerd. Uh, Carefree Blurred on Twitter. This is Lovecraft Aftermath. And then y'all go ahead and uh, introduce yourselves and then we'll get right back to the conversation. <laughs> Ladies uh, first. Aw, what, what a gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> well, yo, and hello, it's me. Just call me T. Marie. Uh, Tina Marie. 
podcaster, videographer, you know, shit talker, all of the above. <laughs> I got that. Oh, my name is Cole Jackson. I, I am a part of the Governor Podcast. I also am a part of BYK Radio, the podcast network. Um, I do it all. <laughs> name it, I do it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. My name is Shogun. I'm also a podcaster, also co-host of the Government Name Podcast, and I don't do it all, but I do most things. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good. That's good. Um, yeah, so use the hashtag Lovecraft Aftermath when you're listening to this episode, uh, when you're watching reruns of this phenomenal ass show. Um, okay, so Cole, you said nothing like this. You've never seen anything like this. Um I think that's accurate. I think it is. Um, I think the closest thing I could say is like this is like maybe a children's TV show where they um, where they specifically like teach kids about history and teach kids about I don't know drugs and whatever else like the, the way it's framed. But as an adult, I I can't say that I've seen anything like this either. Right. At all. Um, right. Um, so how many of y'all have read, read the book? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's cool. So, um, yeah, I've read the book. Bought it today. I, Look I at you like showing that. off. I bought it today. I bought it today. Oh, wow. Okay, good, good. I, I didn't mean, get the memo. Y'all didn't yeah. see me on that email. I, I didn't know I had to do homework. I'm sorry. Right? I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I typically bought it because listening to uh to Rain's podcast, um, you know. Episode by episode, him knowing a lot's going, what's been going on, and the changes that they made, I just told myself, "Yo, I'm about to like really dig deep into to to the to the book and kind of see what they're not telling me, or what am I missing, or what changes that they made." Um, that's how that's how cool I think the show is. So hmm. I, I had no choice. I had to I had to get the book. I had to. Rusty hmm. had no choice. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I see that. Um, yeah, I honestly I recommend everybody who liked the show, even people who are like against the show, I recommend everybody pick it up, mainly because it is like the source material for the show. But the show I feel did a phenomenal job at keeping true to the essence of the story, but diverting a lot and a little bit at times that made it such a different thing. Like being into comics and comic book shit, when you see somebody do an adaptation of a of a book that you like, you want it to be like, oh, I want it to be like that. I want the I want to see the Phoenix in her green suit or whatever. This, I think, had the benefit of not having years and decades of like continuity to follow. That they even found a way to incorporate the book into the show with this like multiversal thing. So I'm. I say pick it up, I, you know. I say give it a read. I mean, I haven't sat and read a book in a very long time, <laughs> but you, 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 you've talked it up enough to where I'll consider it. Yeah, I, I think it's worth it, and it's broken up not in the chapters like one through twenty or whatever. It's broken up more into like um, stories, like literally the first story. Atticus is it's a lot of the book, but it's just his story. They say you can read it in any order. I don't know about that because all the storylines kind of come together at the end. But I think it's I think it's worth the shot. I think it's worth it. 
So I'll put um, that on the to-do list. <laughs> so getting right into this fucking episode. So last episode, finale episode. What's what's up? What's up? Oh my <laughs> gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Can I just say I oh. am sad. I am sad Ruby died. Mm-hmm. However, Ruby. she deserved that shit. Ruby? She's been playing and getting on my nerves this entire okay. time. Okay. I'm just going to jump out and say that off rip. <laughs> oh, man. Take that okay. as you like. Wow. Okay. Okay. Cole, what you got for me? <laughs> um, I think my biggest, I think the biggest thing was my whole, the whole episode, I was just like, don't trust that. You can't trust that. Don't trust that either. Like you can't mm-hmm. trust any of it. The only thing that I trusted was when they started off trying to to help the little girl and mm. going through the history and everything and talking to his mom. Oh my god! Mm. <laughs> but that was um, to me the whole episode. I just it was a lot. Not a lot of people I could I could really trust. Oh, yeah. I it was a whole. I I just knew something crazy was gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that was it. <laughs> like I was just like, you cannot trust any of these people. You can't trust them at all. So, yeah, no. I knew something was up when she showed up with you know in the eleventh hour with that vial. I was like, something, <laughs> something, was, something ain't right about this. I don't like it. Pineapple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was too full. I was like, nah, fam, that's not the vial we saw. Right. It, that was too. It just full. It, it looked too full, too fresh. It was too. Yeah. It was just too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> what about you, Shogun? Look, uh, you've watched every episode, right? Oh yeah, 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 definitely. Okay. How, how are we feeling about this one in particular? Um, I mean, I was cringing the whole way through, especially. I, I kept expecting somebody else to die. Like okay. you couldn't trust anybody. I didn't expect the black people to win in the end. I was ready for a twist. So. Mm-hmm. I was happy when Ruby died because she was she's my favorite like woman on the show. She's beautiful, okay. but she was just terrible. And I understand. Horrible. Yeah, I understand where she comes from. Like she was dealt a bad hand, but fuck out of here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just the tension that I had throughout the whole show. It was some scenes I didn't even want to look at my TV. I was just like, nah, but I don't. I, I know something's about mm-hmm. to happen. Something right. terrible about to go down. But I mean, I just want more. I'm gonna be honest with you. You want more of the show, or you want more of what is it you want more of? Uh, well, whatever they just did, whatever I just watched, I want them to do that again with more. <laughs> so okay. the okay. continuation okay. would be great if they could pick up off of the uh, the the I forgot her name, the daughter with the hand. Uh, uh, yeah, D. if they could do something with her. I'll be all for it. Oh my gosh, okay. that ending with her in the metal arm, like the I'm saying, like what yeah. it is y'all y'all can't just start this up and then end it. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So um, no, I, I was very impressed. I I really want to see what Misha Green has to say about the follow-up to this for real. Cause I she's been real interactive with the fans on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I do want to see where she's gonna like is she gonna follow this up? Cause if this is a one-off show, like we can't, mm-hmm. I mean. I know, and I'm, people are saying Watchmen was the same way. The Watchmen uh, show was like a one-off. Mm. But I mean, you know, we don't get a lot of black sci-fi mm-hmm. stuff at all. So yeah, right. I, I really hope, I'm hoping that we can get a second season of this. Yeah, it would be yeah. good. 
Yeah. But I think that's what would make it that's that much more special though, because it's like the one-offs, you know, popping up every so often. I think that it makes it that much more of an experience because we all get to share that, and yeah. we always have that. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you don't want it to become something that they play with, and then they eventually like let it yeah. die down to where it doesn't meet our expectations. Like mm-hmm. a lot of our, you know, white fave sci-fi mm-hmm. whatever. So I, I don't know. I think I, I think I enjoy it as is. I think you know, don't touch it, don't taint it. Yeah. yeah. Let it be great. Mm. I, I, I see you. Are we here? But I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I'm with you. Though. I, and, I, and I do. I think I like that line of thinking, especially if we get more, not necessarily more of this show, but more show of this quality, because I'm starting Watchmen, a Watchmen review series. All of y'all welcome to come on. Um, <laughs> Watchmen. This is probably the best time to jump on because it yeah. is in the same vein. Um, yeah. I would hate to get to seven seasons of Lovecraft Country and then be like, oh, they should have stopped at three. Right. Yeah. But right. I want more right. shit like this because that I Am episode. <gasps> yeah. Bro, yeah. I, I'm yeah. All right. Just- it's a mind bender. Look. I mean, where do we start? Where do we start? Where do you want to start? Where do you want to start? Give me your favorite episode. What's your What's your favorite episode? Right off the top, or favorite at the moment? I want to say my favorite at the moment is was it Jigabobo when they do the whole reenactment with everything, where it's like it, it it where Letty is the pregnant one running through the, the burner house with the book of names and that kind of like all came to get like that moment was my was it that one or was it on uh, rewind the one oh no rewind okay so, okay, no, I, so rewind is my favorite okay rewind because because once that happened and i realized in the moment what was happening it was mm-hmm. like this light bulb moment and mm-hmm. i love that because i never really get to get that in shows so like <laughs> the fact that i was able to put it together so quickly yeah. i was excited for myself i was excited for the writing in it everything's mm-hmm. fitting in so smoothly and yeah. then it made me excited to want to see how they were going to wrap it up so mm-hmm. that one would be my top favorite and then you know, close number two would definitely be the I am episode. Mm, yes, mm. Lord. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Shogun, what's your uh, your 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 top two or your favorite so far? My favorite episode has to be episode one because this mm. show is so unique. Like I was watching it because it was black people, and mm-hmm. I was watching it because it was like a period piece. And I'm like, man, look how tough they are. They they got to deal with all this oppression, and then actual people might get killed in this and the fact that they were just trying to make a travel guide to assist other mm-hmm. people when traveling you're like all right this this show is kind of cool it's, it's different i've never seen history being told from this lens and then all of a sudden you see these monsters just jump out of the woods out of nowhere and it's like yo what the f- is going yeah. on you know yeah. my right. hands are getting chopped off i'm like yo this is something different yeah, watch this, and so ever since then, it, it grabbed my attention. I never heard of this story, I've never heard of these characters, I've never mm-hmm. heard of any of this stuff, but it's so unique. But it's so, it's like, how did any, how did nobody think of this until now, you know? But now, mm-hmm. it's been around for forever, and nobody's touched this. 
I don't think that nobody thought about it. I just think that there wasn't a there wasn't such a high demand for stuff like this. Like people have really like been talking about wanting black sci-fi for for as long as I've been introduced into like liking sci-fi. Like I've always heard it as a thing. So I think that now that we have the space and the means to do it ourselves, we're mm-hmm. getting these opportunities to show we always had the ability to. We just right. never was given that op- we were never given that platform. I mean, you didn't watch Homeboys in Outer Space. Oh my god! <laughs> wow. <laughs> you want to? So you want to know That's my classic guess? with Flex Washington? Come on. <laughs> See, I w- I would have said Pluto Nash, but you got that one. <laughs> now I go for the deep cuts. <laughs> wow. right. What about you, Cole? Uh, the the Jigga is it Jigga Jigga Bobo? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Episode. Clearly, that's my favorite episode because of the setting. Like mm. that's the set. The it's set on the day that Emmett Till's funeral was, and that was that alone. Like just being able to kind of go through it from a different set of eyes and seeing how people, how all the community showed up and how mm-hmm. one of his best friends was feeling, and then on top of her being sad about the whole situation. She gets a spell casted on her, like a mm. curse put on her. Which was like, gross, by the way. Yeah, the dude spit on the girl. That happened in the book. And see, now yeah. I'm I'm honestly envious of all of y'all because I'm like, I I went into it like with the book in mind. So there are things yeah. that I still enjoyed it. I enjoyed everything, but there are certain things that I was like, okay, I knew this was coming. It didn't make it less interesting, but like that, I didn't know if they were going to do that because um, in the book, Diana is actually a boy, Horace. And mm. it was, they they terrorized him too, but the visual of the way they fucked with her, fam, they failed that girl. I mean, they had the little two-step and was yeah. doing- it was creepy, but it was cool at the same time because it was yeah. like they were in sync with each other. Like, yeah, yeah. dancing with your killers. Nigga. Um, like, I think I cannot remember the woman's name, but it was an actual uh, choreographer, like a, a world-renowned yeah. choreographer who actually did the choreography for those two two young ladies. It was mm-hmm. unbelievable what the that stuff kind of did they got for this show. It's crazy. Yeah, like the Easter eggs again. I, y'all know my heel that I die on is representation and mm. comics and related media. I, that's the heel I die on. The fact and this, oh my God, this further proves and I hope Marvel, DC, and anybody else is looking at this show because this is what happens. Okay, this book was written by a white man who yeah. I would imagine is woke if we're going to use that because the amount of care that I saw in his story when I read through the book, there were like one or two things that kind of got me as, oh, this, yeah, this is a white man writing this book. But it was never anything like, oh, she looked outside and they said, nigger, go home. It wasn't anything like that. So when you give a property to a creative team that represents that project, you get gold. Can you imagine if you give a storm movie? Or a fucking a Bishop movie or a Spawn movie that is helmed by black nerds. This is a book that a white man wrote that was released in 2016. You give it to this creative team of black people. We got these Easter eggs that are like real life. Th- Motherfuckers looking up Emmett Till like this is a, a hidden character in a video game that they knew right. before. Right. You know, it's like 
you know, give, us, give us our things, goddammit, and yeah. let us and watch Magic happen. So, and, and see, mm-hmm. that's that's something that Watchmen also did very well. Like Watchmen mm-hmm. took the uh, Tulsa incident, and that brought that brought that situation to new eyes. Like a lot of mm-hmm. people didn't even know that happened up until mm-hmm. that episode came out, and to see it being portrayed in this show. And it's like the reasons that they were killing people versus the reason that they were showing it on this show. It yeah. was like, come on, bro. Like, Articus's father was my second favorite character. Mm-hmm. Not because of what he did in the show, because of his struggle. Like, I was the most interested in that character because it was something completely new to me. Like, okay. these things I never would have thought about. Mm. Okay. You know? I like I'm that. The, I'm from the South, and, and I, I have like relatives who are extremely like homophobic and then mm-hmm. to see him being raised in the household like that like his father beating him up just because he was hugging on a little boy or whatever i mean it's mm-hmm. it, it just puts a lot into perspective yeah you know yeah yeah i just see that i mean oh. i like that about i like that about the show too because you know my thing is always like conflict resolution and stuff like that and how things relate to you know, real life situations and some of the things that it brought up, like the, you know, the relationship between Letty and Ruby and mm. how, you know, the light skinned sister, yeah, the dog, yeah, yeah, yeah. what that struggle is like. You know, yeah. the same thing like you mentioned about, you know, Montrose being gay and having to hide that and, and taking out that, that frustration on Atticus for no reason other than he can't be who he want to be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it, then, uh, you know, the, the, the Facebook groups that went crazy and they Bro. now they have this whole thing about, you know, is tick a fuck boy. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he ain't got no job. Yeah. The show brings up a lot of conversations. It's good mm-hmm. writing. It's good mm-hmm. storytelling. That's what it's supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah, this is some black Twitter material right here. <laughs> I mean, he kind of is a fuck boy. You know, fuck two ladies and left them alone. I mean, yeah, then got them back together. To then, help you, then, you got your, then you got both your joints working together to say, come on now. Like, hey. What is going on? Hey. What is going on? Bruh, when they showed that snake, that was, that was legitimately it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that wasn't no hallucination. Yeah, bro. bro. <laughs> um, Jeez. Okay, so um, with this episode, we didn't been through hell and back. Mm. So talking about it, I'm feeling kind of like you, Shogun. I don't, I, I like this episode, but now I'm looking back at it like I wanted more from this episode. I just wanted my nigga George back, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, I don't think he's coming back. He ain't coming that back. I, I think that's the that's that's a that's one thing about shows that I love the most. Usually the characters that I really enjoy mm-hmm. are the ones that get killed. And that's and and but I mean that's that's the testament of a good show though. Yeah. Nobody's off some limits. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I feel you. I think George was an awesome character. I it's, wanted George to come back this episode too. Bro. I love George. But it also it, it, to me, if they would have brought him back, that kind of would have cheapened the, the finale for me too. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. you know that. what I'm saying. He was just like the rock of the show for me. Like he had all the answers. He was just lovable. He mm-hmm. was kind. Like it was just a cool character. And we don't see a lot of black dudes like that on TV. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. a man's man. If I can mm-hmm. say that. Right. Yeah. 
it's just weird that you know I was pulling for him the whole time and then man and for everybody to have that same feeling and he was only in there for two two episodes like I mean two I say two and a half because he came you know later but like from episode two everybody was like okay uncle george that's yeah you know mr angelo bassett is now everybody's uncle george so like yeah no i get it i get it i, I got the same feelings i i, I miss that nigga back. <laughs> <laughs> i miss my uncle george y'all. I so real. <laughs> Man. That was um okay so then going going through the episode getting d i guess focusing on d for a second now she went through hell in the last episode and she comes, you know, through all the magic and shit. We get her back this episode. Her and Hippolyta. I don't know what y'all relationships like with y'all mamas or what they were, but fam. It hurt me. This, yeah, this episode got me. Go ahead. What's it, what's it got me because she was like, Look, I had to I had to do what I had to do because I was trying to figure out a solution for us. But mm-hmm. she was like, But mom, you left me. And it was like, God, I, I mean, she was she was stressed. Her husband just died and she couldn't even show any signs of like weakness. She had to be strong for everybody. She needed a minute. And mm-hmm. then, unfortunately, so much stuff happened in that minute. <laughs> I mean, what she was going for eons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it might have been a week in the show's time, but it's just like. I felt for both characters, but I understand what she what she was coming from. You know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. What about you, Cole? Uh, just kind of going off of the way Uncle George left mm-hmm. and her feeling like, yo, like you got to think about it. Like she, I'm looking at it from her point of view is like, I ain't got nobody. Like I don't have a mom or a dad, and all of this crazy stuff is. And I just lost my best friend too. Right. So yeah. cool. and she's still in process. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I mean. I I completely I get it, man. Like she lost her best friend, her she lost her dad, her best friend, and then she thought that she lost her mom. Like yeah. it just that's a and she's a kid. Like you gotta think what the weight that she was carrying after that happened, man. Get mm-hmm. out of here, bro. like yeah, yeah. And and then to go through all that and you leave me with our crazy ass family because right. Hippolyta, George is probably the most saying Hippolyta's second runner up, and then D was third. Like, you left me with the <laughs> part of the family. These niggas is, these folks is great. Yeah, Montrose <laughs> too busy drinking. I um, mean, he had a lot going on. You know, he had a boyfriend that he only cared about when he was angry. You know what I mean? He's <laughs> like, <laughs> look, I'm. You only like me when I'm angry. Hey, I mean, I I felt them. I was like, bro, I feel you, dog. You just got to get it out sometimes. Man, okay, so with that in mind, now I'm curious about, and I don't know if this was addressed and maybe I wasn't paying attention, but if we can assume that Tix Mama was in love with both Montrose and George, now we don't know. It ain't been confirmed who the daddy, whatever. That's fine. Well, my thing is, Go ahead, go ahead. Well, they they kind of told us throughout the episode without telling us. So, mm-hmm. and I think it was the first and maybe the second episode, they had a hallucin a hallucination with everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the 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 white people was making the black folks see they yeah like yeah, folks. right. So 
with Tick, he had to kill the Asian lady again. Mm-hmm. Um, with uh, man, yeah. I don't know none of the kids. Yeah, with Letty, <laughs> she saw she saw Tick in the room. Yeah, and then with, with uh George, he saw his true love. Yeah, that's what they called her. And then at the end of the the whole season, you see who the true love is, and it's actually Tick's mother. Yeah. And when I put yeah. that together, I was like, oh snap! So oh, yeah. She was was she really the beard for Montrose the whole time? You well, yeah, that's well it, the way I saw it. Go ahead, go ahead, Cole. I, I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it, but it just felt like it was implied. To, that's how I looked at it too. It felt like yeah, because, you know, before George died, he was like, I thought we settled this already. Yeah, Don't bring that up. You know, it's like yeah. that's yeah. your son. Yeah, yeah, and I thought that too, and I'm I'm still in it, but that little little polyamorous thruple conversation she had with her son i'm like okay so i'm good with that but can we get a timeline when the fuck did hippolyta show up what was her relationship with tick mama because it's like i mean now i got a baby with this man this is my husband but but tick mama killed herself right no i thought she Died, man, because I got the book in mind. She died when he was a kid, right? I thought she killed herself. Well, either way, it would. I guess it probably would have been before Hippolyta came around. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, yeah, that's that's what I want to know. That's like a a plot hole that I want to. I want something to be confirmed. Killed herself, so, right? I, I, probably. I, I mean, shit, you married the Montrose, and you in this fucking no, you know what? that's rude. I'm sorry. That was horrible. Um, but yeah, so we go through all this shit. We see her. How do we feel about these flashbacks? This uh no, this like as- ancestral plane black, black Panther shit. Okay, okay. Um me being from the South, one thing that my parents and my, my family always talked about is don't get involved with none of that witchcraft. And seeing something that's involved with witchcraft, I was just like, oh, my God, this is so taboo. Like, whoa, I'm not used to any of this. But I get it. Like, you know, they they had to make a deal with the devil to bring, you know, to save the family. But then at the end, they ended up submitting to Christ. So it was like, okay, I see what they're doing here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He got uh, baptized well, at the end. Yeah, that was... Even though I saw the trailer, that was still like kind of unexpected for me. It was very unexpected. She's like, nah, I was a Christian before all this ghost shit. Nah, right, come on, Atticus. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Since we have done Black Lightning Matters podcast, which is coming back pretty soon, uh, even though Black Panther did it first, yeah, I'll, this reminds me more of Black Lightning. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing for me was the explanation of the fire yeah, and how they said that was supposed to be her own personal hell until she understood how to control it and she controlled it. And that was her rage. Yeah. Oh man. When they, when she went into that and then just talking, just, just talking about what he has to go through. And then I thought it was really cool that Letty had to go with his grandmother mm-hmm. and she was like, I'm going to teach you. She's like, I'm going to teach you. And she was like, but, but tick, she was like, no, tick got her. He got his own. He got his own thing. He got to. He got to take care of. I'm gonna teach you. You're gonna make. You're gonna. You're gonna be a part of us. Our family living on. Like 
basically looking back at the episode now too, it's like she basically was like, you know, ticks he gonna die regardless. Yeah, yeah. that's mm-hmm. really what it was. They mm-hmm. they said it. Uh, they was like, what is family if if you're not willing to die for him or something like that to that extent. Yeah, it was like wow. Man, you that, gotta make a sacrifice. That episode hit me, man. Yeah. That episode hit me hard. I can't, yeah. I can't lie. Um, and when they went, and the, and the, and the thing was, and one of the things that happened that was so cool was, um, like the first time when they had to heal D, and they was around the bed, and then later on when they had to cast a spell to bring back Titus. Uh, say that again, Titus. Yeah, Titus. Uh, that hit me hard too because it's like we we just a strong family circle. Right. We're gonna we're gonna let up. We're gonna we're gonna live on. We're gonna make sure we live on. Even the people from even the ghosts from the past coming back, and we're gonna sit around and we're gonna make this work. And I just you just don't see stuff like that on TV, man. Like you don't yeah. get to see that kind of stuff, man. Like I don't get it. Why don't we have more shows like this? Because oh my god, like. Is easier to just throw a white person on the screen and let it be, you know, whatever it is. Like this, of course, we don't know the behind the scenes, <laughs> eh? Uh, but I would. I'm, imagine, I'm so sorry. Oh, you good? You good? But I would imagine that it, like, okay, watch. Um, as any, do any of y'all watch Orange Is the New Black? Yeah, I watched it. Um, when the first one or two seasons came out, it was said that um, the chick who, like, this was her actual life story, in order for them to, like, make this fantastic story of these black women in prison, you had to do it shoehorned into this white woman as the face. Mm-hmm. Now we're at the point where with YouTube and other platforms, people are making their own shit. Hell, Issa Rae was just the host on Saturday Night Live from mm-hmm. Awkward Black Girl for, like, 2011. So now that we are in more control of our own narratives, I would imagine that they look like, okay, well, these motherfuckers is doing it on their own. You might as well throw them a bone and make something happen. So it's these stories are out there. You know, it's that story, witches. That um, I don't know if that's the exact title, but them four black witches. It was a YouTube series that was like crowdfunded. Like so, we have stuff like this, but the backing ain't there. The 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 big machines. Ain't behind us like they are, you know, a motherfucker that want to make girls. Girls was a, it was a show, but ain't no way that should have been made. Girls, but I get what you're saying. But I feel like, do we even really still need those big companies anymore? Like, is the internet not a machine enough? Is word of mouth? Is social media? Is that not enough anymore? I mean, Hollywood is on the the decline right now. Thank God. Thank God. I don't. I, I'm with you. I don't think we need it. Um, I think with its reach, maybe, because um, I think this show came at the right time. I think Cole, maybe you said something like this: that we are all in the house, we are all quarantined, and yeah. this show, unlike any other, has come out, and now it has is polarizing as fuck. And you got so many people with so many thoughts. Some people don't like it because it's, it's trauma porn to them. Other people like it and they don't understand it because they don't know what the fuck going on. Then you got other people who love it, are diehard educators like I can tell you this, that. They're syllabus, syllabi? Syllabuses? They are programs from the <laughs> around this show. So like, syllabuses. Yes, that. That's it. <laughs> so yeah, I, um, I, don't think, I don't think Hollywood is needed, but... <sighs> 
don't know. Yeah, the only bad thing is we need those large platforms for distribution. So you're going to need an HBO. You're going to need a Netflix. You're going to need something like a YouTube. I mean, you can make a successful story without the Hollywood machine, but you need to reach more people. And, mm. you know, once you once you build a foundation, people like us, you know, we, we're going to push it out there. We're going to talk about the show and then they're going to do something in this universe. I mean, it's it's too much excitement around this for them to just let it go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's got to be a bit more creative. At least, at least I hope. <laughs> I'm hoping yeah. too. I, I think it would be amazing. Let me let me say something else too. Like I, I really didn't think, I really didn't think that like JJ Abrams would kind of like get a under like this is through his production company, Bad Robot. I really didn't think he would grasp this the way he did because he's he's got a lot of input on this show as well. You know what I'm saying? Um, you can kind of tell by the way some of the stuff is shot. You can tell by the way some of the things go, and for JJ Abrams to be kind of deep in with, with the show like this, I think it, yeah. that's amazing too. And I think that helped the show a lot more too. Okay. Okay. Um mm. yeah, I'm trying to get this light up. Uh okay. So if there Shush. is a season two I'm about to fix it. If there is a season two, what do y'all um I, I can't even say what do you want to see because like See, well, I guess no. I tell you what I want. Go ahead, you go ahead. I want to see what happens with that monster and that little girl. How Mm -hmm. did she control that monster? Like, did they switch? I guess there was a scene where they does she have blood in her? Like, how how was she able to control the monster? It was in a scene during while the time while they were doing the flashbacks, where they were doing the flashbacks, where it showed Attica, uh, it showed Tick and her. Like he took her hand and put it on the monster's head, and it, I guess he was trying to transfer the spell to her. So I, I was wondering why it didn't show up when they had him strapped to that thing, and then why it was like bothering her in the woods when she was minding her yeah. business. But now that you mention it, I do remember that in like one of those little flashes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe he was like, All right, he knew he was about it. to die, so he might as well. Well, I got that, but you know, the last scene they showed of the monster is like it was banging on the cellar door, and they was like, "Uh, let me calm it down," and then that was it. But then you saw that red glow of the fire from you know the dream world. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a little confused by what happened there, but I still love the episode overall. Yeah, uh, I want to. With that, I want to see because we are in quarantine, and so you have to be a bit more creative. You can do. A fucking a couple episodes with just Diana, Diana, excuse me, and the 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 monster. Like shoot her with her mechanical arm going through space and shit. Like there's stuff you can do. Like they've laid the groundwork for a lot. And also, I want to see them dig deeper into Black history because the way they incorporated into this this these different episodes was stellar. Like yeah, I want to see that. Hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you, Cole? What you uh, what's some crazy prediction? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, honestly, uh, I would really like for the story to be continued with, um, the raising of 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 George, um, you know, Tick's son. I want, I, I would like to see how he has a family. I want to see how Montrose treats his grandson. Mm-hmm. I would like to see what type of mom Letty would be. I would love to see the family environment also. Um, 
in the episode, you know, they brought up the fact that like they bound all white people from magic. Mm-hmm. That keep black people from being kind of ups. I mean, being there's no such thing. I mean, there can be bad black people. You get what I'm yeah. saying? Especially yeah. at that time, at that point in time in in history. Um, uh, you know, I, I would love to see how some black people would feel as far as like light skin, dark skin type situation. Um, you get what I'm saying? I would, I, yeah. I would like to see that type of stuff and see what what kind of stuff that that George, that you know, Tick's son George goes through growing up, getting to the point of him writing the book. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You think light skinned black people could use magic because you know half of them is like white. Bro, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't, you can't go to Wakanda. We ain't supposed to use magic. Like we just, can't. I'm just saying. Well, like, well, since know. we're in, since we're asking questions about magic, at what point did Letty become magical? Is it because she's pregnant with Tig's baby? Because like she was spitting them words, like that was in her bloodline too. Like she was down, <laughs> in there, like. One thing that I noticed throughout the episode, Letty was consistently studying. After that last mm-hmm. episode, you can see throughout the whole episode, she was studying everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, writing cool. stuff down, just looking. She was really studying heavy. I think I think it just came from her actually nose to the to the to the ground and and studying everything because she yeah. it all. But then also remember, and I I know this may not be it, but I'm still standing on this hill. Her mom. Though she was a hustler and, 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 and scamming people, her mama dabbled in that magical shit. Like that career oh, really? woman with that goat didn't come from nowhere. That was from her, <laughs> that was her mama's people. So I just, like her her mama, she might have been a scammer, but that motherfucker, she had something going on that Letty also got, you know. I I don't know. I think her mama was magical too. Shit. <laughs> Her <laughs> mama was a scammer. <laughs> you know, and okay, and, and speaking of the fucking the them, I'm I'm very disappointed that Marvin showed up once. Cause if I got a big brother and I'm going through hell and back, monsters fucking me up, my sister and me arguing, I'm calling my brother like fam. If we end up dead, this is what happened. Marvin wouldn't have no who that is. That was the dude she yeah, had the so. argument with when yeah. it was on the first or second episode. Yeah, she, they stayed with them the second episode. Yeah, remember when they were going to Artem and they stayed at that house and then George and Atticus was outside talking and she was inside arguing with that dude? Tall, right. buff, dark-skinned man. Damn, well, now I gotta go back and... I don't yeah, remember that. She, she was the reason Nettie got in the car from the, in the beginning because she wasn't going to stay in the city. She was like, I'm going to go stay with my brother and she just tagged along with them. And yeah. then when she got there, the brother was like, "You ain't even come to our mom's funeral." Yeah, <laughs> I do it. yeah. All right, yeah. all right. It's, it's it's slowly coming back to me. It's slowly coming <laughs> back to me. But it's, but it's been, listen, it's been so much. It's like <laughs> my attention span is very short. Once you got shit popping out of the ground, and you got you know big buff white men with black people's body parts, man, it's 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 a it's a lot. You got tied up half people in your closet at work. The ghosts, the ghosts. It's too much. It's right. too much. <laughs> no, I, I get that. I get that. Yeah, and it's in his role, even in the book, was minor for all the stuff that they went through. But like, and I wanted more from him. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. 
I expected for Letty and Ruby to not end as best friends, but for like through season two for them to come together. Uh, that being said, we don't know if Ruby is dead. Because remember, now found, remember William, she had to put him in a coma in order oh, to. Oh, yeah, the comatose state. Yeah. And Dale was knocked out by um, Letty, but she ne- she wasn't dead. She, she you know, uh, your sister hit her and put her in a coma. Mm-mm. She don't, she, I won't say she don't deserve to come back, but I just feel like once they finally had that talk, because that was the yeah. major thing that I was waiting on for a lot of the season was for Letty and Ruby to finally talk about what they were going through individually. And mm-hmm. I feel like once they had that heart to heart, they were supposed to be able to squash everything and nah. come together and finally be sisters. And when they didn't, in in the episode Jigabobo, and instead of helping everybody, Letty wanted—I mean, I mean, Ruby wanted to go back to that house and got told mm-hmm. real quick exactly who she was when she got to that gate. Yeah. And if it yeah. wasn't for William showing up to let her in, she was going, and she still, still wanted to turn into that mediocre white woman, and still mm-hmm. wanted to do all. Right. I, I gotta upset. say though, I understand where she was coming from though. Yeah, I got like it. the whole world was against her. She just wanted to feel like a person. So even though she was a mediocre-looking white woman, she she felt respected. She got the job that she was always trying to get. She was she got friends. She was able to dance, dudes. I mean, I get it. I ain't saying it's right, but you know, she yeah. she did what she had to do. And, and also, also, I gotta say. Letty was a terrible sister. I mean, she, she only came around when she needed some shit. She was extremely selfish. Let me, let me, let me, let me say something about that though, real quick. One thing about the show from the beginning to this episode was like Letty's journey was so cool to me because when she gets introduced, like she's kind of like a scammer. You know what I'm saying? Like she kind of like a hustling ass. <laughs> woman you know what i'm saying and yeah. then we get to the final episode where she's getting baptized and she like you can consistently see her like moving towards when she had the speech with tick about always looking for faith or always chasing faith and she was like yo i found out that like faith has always been in me like i found yeah. faith in myself yeah. just to see like you got to think like when she first came on the scene she was drinking she was uh she was singing a song with her sister with uh, her sister was like i can't believe you back the stuff that they talk so bad about, because apparently, you know, she, she was, was just like her mom. Mm-hmm. And then just to see her get to this point where she is in it, like you get midway through the season, she's always in church. She's praying. She's like, we got to get rid of this, this witchcraft stuff. We need to start following God. We need to do all of these things. And just to see like her strength at the end. Like I love Letty's character throughout the whole season. I, I think she was, she's one of my favorite characters on the show. I loved it. Loved it all. Okay. I mean, I I had to warm up to her. Mm. I was originally rooting for Ruby until she started with the shenanigans. Yeah. And that's why I'm so hurt by her Mm -hmm. and her actions. Mm Because I felt for her. Because I know we mentioned, you know, the dark skin, light skin thing early. I don't know Mm -hmm. what I missed. When my computer was being ghetto, but <laughs> but I felt for her, and I feel like the only thing that made me uh, gravitate to Letty as a character was the fact that she bought that house and she did everything to get that house to be able to help other people, and I feel mm. like that is what kind of was like, oh well, all right, 
give her a pass. You know, she wants to do good. You know, well, we'll we'll hear the sister out, and then she ended up, you know, slowly but surely winning me over every yeah. you know, bad decision Ruby ended up making. So. Oh, yeah, I, I like. I, I, guess. I like. I like that she wasn't a damsel in distress. Like she was a real go getter character, mm-hmm. but she was flawed too. You know that money to buy that house came from the Braithwaites or whatever their name is. Yeah, that's you it. know. And, and I really didn't understand why they gave him money. Was that to keep him quiet or uh, what well, happened? No, that house because all the men they needed the house, and she couldn't. Christina couldn't do it on her own. Pretty much, Christina the whole time has been like giving playing both sides. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, y'all do it for me. You know, here's a some shit to help you out. But ultimately, you're doing this for me. I love the stories that they didn't tell because at the end of this episode, they went back to the house and across mm-hmm. the street, that house was being sold to a black couple. All the white people that was terrorizing them, blowing their horns and whatnot and puffing and huffing at them, moving in. It was being moved out. I was like, wow. There goes the neighborhood, huh? <laughs> yeah, Bring them black folks in. Come on, black yeah. people. Man, that's crazy. Yeah, this, this was kind of full circle. Man. This was, this yeah. was I um, I I like Ruby. I didn't like. She was beautiful, but she was a horrible character. Yeah. But can we talk about how Letty had only like one good, like real, real good? Like she had this one outfit moment. And I know this is a bunch of dudes, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. I don't care. I don't like how they had her one time in that little like riding boot outfit, like super. You know, yeah. she was supposed to, you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, yeah. she turned into the girliest girl ever. And I was just like, I wanted to see more of that. Mm-hmm. And and that's part of the reason why I like the I Am episode so much, because you see Hippolyta go through so many different avenues of womanhood. Like, you see her do the showgirl thing with Josephine Baker. You see her, yeah. you know, she got to do her scholarly thing and go on those adventures in another timeline with George and, like, started, you know, looking at all of the different species and all of that shit and like studying and all like I, I loved watching her go through all of those changes. I just yeah. wish I could have saw that same thing for both Letty and in a way for Ruby too. Like mm-hmm. again, all, the most you did was turn into this mediocre white woman and have sex with this pasty white man. Right. That's all you accomplished, girl? Nothing no, else? Sometimes it's all. No, she saved that black dude. The police was going to yank up that that black dude on the street, and she was like, "Nah, well, officer, tell the truth." I mean, that's a lot in them days. You know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but even then, she was still black, right? Right. In that white body, but she was like, "I, I, I think they failed with her story." To me, um, in the book, once y'all read it, like the way we get to the end with Ruby in the book, I didn't like it, but it's much more satisfying than this. I okay. feel like with the with her and Hillary. I don't. I feel like there was this. There wasn't a focus. Like, where's the arc? Like, okay, even if she ends up dead, I'm fine with that. But wanting to work in Marshall Fields, hanging out for an episode, talking shit to the black woman, telling her shit she already know. You got to work twice. I was like, okay, well, you a white woman. This is all you doing. If I turn into a white woman tomorrow, I'm gonna go fuck some shit up. This I'm thing. Going to- 
If I turned into a, well, when the episode came out, I was like, yeah, if I was her and I had the op- opportunity to turn into a white woman, I'm going to get married tomorrow and I'm killing my husband the very next day. Like it's it's really that simple. Like it's really, really that simple. Like you want to go work in Marshalls? Are you crazy? It's 1950. <laughs> Well, Did y'all not just hear that plan that she just came up with just like that? Like uh, nobody else is shot. No, you're trying to kill the e- nigga e- to get the money. E- okay, so I had I'm about to log out. out. <laughs> I'm out. I ain't mad at you. Okay, sorry. Let me. No, you do you. <laughs> right. I'm, but I'm just saying, why would you waste an opportunity like that to where you have all of this power in your hand at that time overnight and you have access to it? And the most you can think to do is to berate this other little black girl who got a job over you she and hang out in the stock room with these other little, you know, housewife bitches or whatever. Like, what? That's what her dream job was. She wanted to get that job, but that was but that was the thing too. A white woman in those days was equal to, or or probably a little, just a little step above being black. Like she didn't have any rights. She didn't have a. She wasn't able to say, "Hey, let me do this." No, you're a woman. Kitchen, food. That's it. That's how it was in those days. You you can't you. No, you don't have an opinion. I'm a man. I'm a white man. You are a white woman. You do as I tell you to do and leave it at that. I just can't imagine all of that black rage, all of that feminine rage, knowing that you deserve the job. Like, how did you go there and just want to be a man or just want to be a cashier and they gave you manager? You should have went in there wanting to be the boss, wanting Mm -hmm. to own that shit. Like, the fact that you couldn't have it, Mm-hmm. Should mean you should want to take it over, not just assimilate and fit right in. And mm-hmm. I think that that part really upset me to know that that's as far as she was willing to go with it. She was okay with sleeping with William even after she realized it wasn't William at all. Like I just wish she could have came to some kind of realization about herself and about the struggles that she feel like she has went through and could have channeled that a whole lot better and did more with it. So yes, I, I sounded crazy earlier. No, no, you good. You good. You good. We on the same page. No, don't explain nothing to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I really do enjoy, I really I really do enjoy Ruby's character because she didn't do what we were hoping she was gonna do. Mm. She did what people Thank do you. and she took the selfish route out. She was mm. like, I want to feel like a person. I mm. want to, I'm finally here. I have a little bit of authority. I'm more qualified to do this job than this black woman, but they chose her because she's skinny, I guess. Maybe I don't know. No, and then when she hard. Huh? Ruby didn't apply. She she, she didn't apply. I thought she did. No, she no, never applied. She said she oh. was so worked up about applying. Then the girl was like, "Oh, well, you ain't got no well." Like, and I think that's what pissed her off is that yeah. when she asked the girl, she was like, "Yeah, I, they just needed a black girl, and they just hired me." And it's mm. like, "Bitch, that could have been you had you yeah. just done what you <laughs> needed to do." Yeah, I missed that whole part. Yeah. I miss all of that. My bad. Yeah. You <laughs> mad at the world, and you not even taking the first step. Like. Yeah. Well, that makes it even more impactful, right? Because I, I see what you're saying. Like she had an opportunity and she didn't do nothing with it. But that's her. Yeah. That's staying true to her character. 
And that's why she, <laughs> she was upset with Letty a lot of the times. Like, yeah, she was a fuck up and she did whatever, but Letty got out there and did shit. Like, right. she ended up in jail, sure, but she, like, did shit. So, I mean, not Ruby's not wrong in that regard. Everybody's life is not going to be the same, but, like, if you ain't even taking the first step, like, mm-hmm. I don't be mad at this thing who did. Yeah. So, I think she was getting some, some penis. I, I mean, you know what? I would have been more. I would have felt better about Ruby if, like, they were like she had an attraction to white men. Because this felt like I felt like she was settling. Now I don't know. I'm not a woman. I don't. She was definitely know. settling because nothing else was coming towards her. Because like, what, but I don't understand why not. Like, what? I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, she was I mean, given the time period, it's. I mean, it's. It's one of those things where it's like you gotta almost like pick a struggle. Like if you gonna be dark skin, you gotta mm. try to be slim. If you mm. gonna be big, you at least gotta be. You know, it's. It's one of those, and and unfortunately, it's a lot of that still going on now. Like, wait a minute, I'm, I'm big and dark skinned. I'm beautiful, baby. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's different when it's women. It's, oh, it's, it's, it's a, and that's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother hour on a whole nother oh, day. I just yeah. feel like they just should have talked. I, I don't. Somebody should have hugged her more. I don't know. Like her mama. I don't know. Her mama. Her mama. Um, okay, Poor so, thing. Yeah, she was. She was something else. Um. I guess, I mean, who else is there? Atticus, yeah, but okay, him and Montrose. Mm. Seeing their story, seeing their progression, seeing episode one till now. What, what you, what you got? What you I got loved it, me? man. Like, he was like, boy, were you so stupid? We ain't talked in five years and you fight me on everything. You gonna come here after I wrote you a letter under the rest? <laughs> it was like, shit. I just traveled across the world to save you, daddy, and now this is how you treat me? No, but, <laughs> But you realize that he was terrified because he didn't want anything to happen to his son. You know what I'm saying? And and he was pushing him back because he really don't know how to love. You know, every every time he tried, he got punished for it. Mm -hmm. Which is why I'm glad he got his moment where uh, I forget what the the young man's name is. He was at the the ball doing his thing. I, I felt for Montrose in that moment where he was in the middle of the dance floor and just was able to like just open his arms and just like enjoy that. And I think that that was so big of a moment too. Just I know people, you know, they claim that they're tired of hearing it, but they don't realize how much that means to somebody. Like mm-hmm. to see somebody live in that moment and just be able to accept and and say this is me and I'm happy. Mm-hmm. That means the world to people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it opened my eyes to that situation. I'm a heterosexual man, and I, I didn't understand the struggle. You know, this just brought something that I would have never thought about to my attention. Or, so, or mm-hmm. it's dope. I mean, shit. If that happened, they've done their job. If one person is able to make me a bit more understanding, then they've done their job. Like that, there was a lot of pushback about the sex scenes with Montrose. And I think at the same time, P-Valley was running uh, maybe a little bit sooner. Mm. And so there were all sex scenes there. And it was like, I I try not to have these conversations because I am queer and there's a bunch of people who are already discussing these things. But like, nigga, nothing under the sun is new. 
these sex scenes are seen to me as a child. I'm having to watch these black and white movies with straight people fucking all the goddamn time, holding hands, kissing, turning each other down. And then you get a show that's an adult show having these actions where they're not even showing like it's porn. Yeah. And you know, what the kids? What porn is sitting up watching Lovecraft Country right. and Pea Valley? And, and following the storyline and keeping up with all these complex thoughts and, 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 and ideas. So I don't know. I, I said, I mean, I, like I said, I try to keep my conversations about it brief because I know mm -hmm. other people are doing their work, but like, nigga, gay people are alive and, and well. <laughs> right. they, this, they, yeah. they Nobody, I mean, none of this shit is new. I mean, I think they treated it fair because, like, in the, I, it, maybe it was the first or second episode. He was looking for his father, and the dude walked into the bar, and then he was like, "Oh yeah, he in the back." And then you go to the back, and then the dude getting his dick sucked, and they like, "All right, whatever." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just a normal thing. Like, all right, yeah, shit yeah, yeah. So be like that sometimes. Hey, yeah. I, I feel like that moment, mm -hmm. um, you know, in the last episode where he got to explain to him, like. I have to come back and save this, you know, my friend or whatever, whoever, or I guess like his first boyfriend, essentially. Mm -hmm. And like he goes through mm -hmm. the story and tells him of, you know, this is the part where I told him that I wasn't gay and I made him feel bad about himself and mm -hmm. I hated it. And I blame myself all of these years mm -hmm. for denying who I was in that moment. So I got to save him. I think that was the point where, where Tick really realized like, Okay, I gotta accept this man for who he is. Like, even though they had that moment before where he right. dropped the f bomb, you know, all of that mm -hmm. doesn't matter because he realized like I can't hate him any more than he hates himself for the things that he's done. So the most I could do is love mm -hmm. him in this moment and try to help him pass that. And I think that that was dope. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. again, just great writing. Like, yeah, that's what I was saying. I'm sitting here. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like it's like a I don't know, like. Yeah, yeah, I get it. We here. We here. It's a lot. We here. It's it. Cole. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm um, watching it in your background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, man. I, I don't think I can really say it as well as those two said it. I mean, the writing's amazing. Uh are we gonna are we gonna talk about the end? I mean, yeah. at this point, yeah, go ahead. Um, I just think the whole thing with them having a plan, everybody getting in the car, going down there, and and the reveal of no, the reveal of 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 uh, Ruby actually mm -hmm. being Christina, fuck <laughs> me up. Mm -hmm. I said. It fucked me up when, when Ruby showed up too, and I was like, You better not trust her. I said, Don't <laughs> do not trust her. She, yeah, she knows, she knows too much. But when she sat up there and said, you know, when she was like the witching hour, she looked at me, she's like the witching hour. And then, she, then <laughs> Letty looked at her, was like, What you say? <laughs> and she's like, Well, I'm so glad you agreed to it at the at the cemetery. She was like, Yeah, me too. And I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. yeah. Um that fucked me up on top of the fact that they had this fight and Letty falls out of out of the window onto the ground and I'm the first thing I'm thinking is like the baby's dead baby yeah. <laughs> the fight that baby's dead that fight nigga. 
That baby been dead. <laughs> I, I felt like my chest got tight. Like I felt like I just had a reaction to it. I was like, oh my gosh, like this, why is this happening now? Like what, right. what like she was so close. Mm-hmm. But I but a, a part of me wants to know, like, I feel like in that moment in the car, did anybody else like feel a little bit of eerie? Like, even though it was a fun, lighthearted moment, something oh, about all of them. Yeah, it was creepy. It was it creepy. Just was, to me. Something about it didn't sit right with me, and I couldn't mm-hmm. put a finger on why. And now it makes sense. Like, yeah. how did I feel that? Yeah, it's. It, it, I think it was too happy for that tense moment. Like they were singing and having a jolly, you know, car ride, and they were about to go kill people. You know. But isn't yeah. that sad that we can't have happiness without it, like something like looming over us? Like we can't just be. Chill, like, but that's the testament to the show. Like, you have to question everything in this yeah, show. Yeah. Like, shit, like, I, cause I, 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 I thought I was waiting on something, a car to be behind them, or like the yeah. something. I, was, something. That's what I was waiting on. I was either waiting on some type of warlock to come out or the police. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was, the police was coming. Yeah. yeah, I was waiting on some reality shit to happen or some <laughs> magical shit to happen. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah, they was way too happy. I was like, okay, it's this is when the racist cop pulls up and pulls them all out and puts them on the street. Because that would be too much like real life. Like, just when you enjoy yourself, just when the, the very last person who was holding out from the fun decides to join in. Whoop, whoop. Even yeah. Montro song. Yeah, what? and that was like, oh. what? Okay, okay, uncle. It, uncle, it was too much. Where's, your, where's your flask? What you drinking on? <laughs> yeah, because you got to be drinking for you to sing. Yeah, hey, I don't know. You know, him and his son are cool. He could be himself now. You know, with yeah. his nephew's son is cool. And, you know, <laughs> so, so- I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, that end was that third act was something else. Before we get to that Lady, point, first of all, oh, go ahead. I just wanted. To, I wanted to say. The biggest scare in this whole episode was when uh, Atticus was walking towards the little circle and then white people just appeared. Man. I was like, what are white folks going for? Nigga, I was scared. Yeah, I was like, I didn't know if they were real or if they were like spirits or like I didn't know what they were. I was like, yo, I'm out. I'm gonna leave. That was the the people from the first, from the second episode in Artem, who was like the Amish people. That was them. But even still, like y'all white, y'all got on like white shirts, and you just come out the shadows. No, nigga, how did they know he was coming? They just appeared. Then they grabbed the dude bag. I was like, oh lord. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> right. No, hey, him- I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I just waiting on him to be like, what you doing here, boy? I was like, oh shit. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> that's honestly, what I was yeah. waiting on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you ain't even wrong. Yes. Hey, they was giving him that business though on that bridge. Like everybody Damn, was fighting. Avengers Endgame. That, that was <laughs> they was like, motherfuckers there. Yeah. Oh my I, god! Did you awesome. see? Did Did you see my girl Hippolyta yeah. with the blue yeah. hair? With yeah. the, 
<laughs> she, she was handling it. She was getting it yeah. in. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yes, warrior princess. You better use all yeah, those centuries. Right. Yes. <laughs> right. Oh, shit. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, another thing I think they kind of failed with was Jihad. Because I like her. I like that she was in it. But it felt like not a McGruffin. It just felt like, oh, we need a reason to have her here. Like, we got a whole episode dedicated to her. And this is the, like, if they do a season two, she would, she would need to be in Chicago. Like, yeah. we just got you using your powers to, like, connect Atticus and Christina. Like, that wasn't, to me, that wasn't good enough. You think so? I think it was a neat little, you know, real it cute, nice, precise. But, like, why is that all we got? I, I feel like I loved episode six, but I feel like if this is what was going to come of Jihad, why have that full episode and why not have it in flashbacks? I, I love the episode. I think well, it was good to have it was too deep. It was too deep for just flashback, but go ahead, Cole. I'm sorry. No, I mean, I, I really felt like that was good background for her. I think they wanted you to feel the character and they wanted you to kind of have a, have some type of feeling for her mm-hmm. and understand her relationship with tick other than just the woman on the phone. Yeah. Um, I thought, I thought it was super important to have that episode. I think that we didn't get enough of her, but it was That's so it. much other story to be told. Like yeah. where you really fit her in, but the, her piece was so important to me. Mm-hmm. Her piece was super important just for the simple fact of, Going to um her coming to America just to be like you're gonna die and I need to like I'm trying to do something mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and and the the what she did at the end I I thought it was important I feel like you know, it was just enough no I agree what I'm saying is I like everything I like episode six I like what she did in the ep- in this one too but I'm saying I just feels like you introduced her of course she's important we get that but I feel like they didn't use her enough after that because we got a whole I, it's me. I don't know. Maybe you know. I just wanted to see more of her, but I just feel like they could have used her more. But mm. you know, I mean, I think her story gets told in a way where it's like you know, she's this. Her mother did this thing to her to try to save her, so now mm. she's obligated to do it. Because even with the story of like her not really wanting to date. Or like her not being able to say the right thing in the speed dating. Or even when she did mm-hmm. feel like she connected with somebody, they still just felt something was a little off with her and crossed her number off the list. And then right, to right, right. kind of hint towards she may actually be lesbian because she had that little thing with the other girl, you know, yeah, for a little moment. So I feel like they told enough of her story to like, like, you know, Cole said, made you feel for her as mm-hmm. a character. But it also makes you understand like, she could have killed him. She could have went and killed somebody else and, and saved herself. She could have did so many other things, but she chose mm-hmm. to enjoy her life as that monster. I forget what it's called. Sucky bitch, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, she was a sucky bitch. <laughs> and, and, you know, <laughs> keep that memory of take and wanting to keep him safe and that love being that real. Like, yeah. I mean, to tell a nigga, I was going to kill you, but I love you and I'm going to keep you alive. Like, that's love for real, for real. That's black man magic. Somebody having that conversation right now. Okay. <laughs> black man magic, whatever. Oh, shit. Yeah. Hey, I, I, have a, I have a question. And I, this is something that I've been confused from the episode. Um, Montrose, the episode where they brought the Indian woman back from the dead. 
He slit her throat. He killed her. Yeah. Why did he kill her? Okay. You that's, remember that. Yeah, I be looking, looking. That's not on the part of the show. That's not on the part of Montrose. That, that, I kind of give him a pass for that because the show handled that poorly. And Misha Green even said, like, at, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, and um, they, Yahima, being a two-spirit person, I, I want to say a stand-in for, or it was a trans person. I'm not sure about the um, specific classification, but she said she really feels like they dropped the ball. And uh, in so many words, that's what she said. And so that's why I'm able to give Montrose a pass on that murder, even though it happened on the show. It's because there was no point. Like, why introduce this person right. to kill them off? Like, you didn't even introduce Yahima in the beginning of the episode. We in Act 3, two minutes left, you know, before Countdown, and then he slit this motherfucking throat, and then they're just gone. No, didn't she make it to the next episode? Or he killed her on that same episode? No, oh, no. I killed, she I killed them. And then just like, yeah, I killed her. That's it. Oh, well, get over it. And, and everybody yeah. got the fuck over it. Like, nobody asked for explanation, nothing. Well, Tick beat his ass after that. Damn, everybody yeah, killed him. Yeah, Tick did. He's like, I done went through hell and high water to get your ass back. And this is what Bro. you do. Yeah, like, that alone, man. It, 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 I'm really frustrated with the show because I get Montrose had secrets. Hell, we found out he was dyslexic on, like, episode eight. I love but this shit. <laughs> when you when he killed Yahima, I'm thinking it's for a larger reason. Like him and Yahima knew each other back in another life, or Yahima was the source of all of it. Like the, Montrose didn't have as many secrets as I thought he did. So that I'm murder gonna, was like, what the? I'm gonna have to watch it again. Did she say she knew who he was or something like that? Like maybe she yeah, knew. I think, his, I think he was, was like, I see you or recognize you, but I don't think I didn't take it as. I know this person personally. It was like mm-hmm. I, I see. Or I know you gay. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Is like and I'm like that caused you to kill this motherfucker. Now we really got problems. Can't <laughs> well, nobody- okay, okay. So let let me say this. So we we understand now that you know he's always kind of been like that. And then they have this situation where him and George don't they know, but they don't know who Tick's father is. But they kept referencing it in the rewind episode, like, oh well, we made that this we we came to that conclusion, or we right. have this bond, or whatever, whatever. Like, I, what does that mean? Like, I don't understand. Like, who is the well, pappy? The bond, I think, was from them being in that traumatic event, getting attacked by the white folks. Like he said, you you don't go through something like that with somebody and not. Have, so what I'm thinking is. George and her was a thing. They all went through that shit together that kind of bonded them all. Like, we now we think it's these. And mm-hmm. maybe Montrose slid in a little bit. Yeah. I think Montrose actually slept with her. I don't think he she was just a beard and that's it. I think yeah. he actually slept with her. I, I don't know. Because <laughs> I have a few different scenarios in my head. I feel like maybe her and Montrose were a thing. But because he was gay, they was never really able to like really do the do for real, for real. And then she may have slid off with George. And then when she popped up pregnant, it was kind of just like, it's your baby. And it was fine. But then it also could just be 
that maybe it really was George, but because they knew he was gay or he might have told them, so they he, they let George let them be together so that he could mm-hmm. have a cover. I don't. It's just it, it it left too much for my brain to make up and fill in blank, and I get a little crazy with that. So I don't want to. Do they not mention what that unbreakable bond is in the book or what? No, because in the book, Montrose is not gay. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So in the book. Yeah, well, Don't ruin the book for me. I just got this thing. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's, that doesn't he's, he's, he's gay. No, I. Well, I'll say this without spoiling any more of the book. In the book, they a lot of stuff that was changed for the show. Once you read the book, you'll see the significance in it. Mm. But their relationship is it's it's just as complicated in the book. But in a different way, I'll say that. Mm. I'll say that. Okay, okay, I can take that. I, I, I can take yeah. that. I can take that. If yeah. if you look at your TV rain, you'll see the scene where they're about to kill the the main break white or whatever his name is. Titus, uh, yeah. yeah, Titus. Did they cut his heart out or just took a chunk of his skin? No. They just needed the skin. Oh, I thought they took the heart. Oh, I was like, I was like, it was like the dick, 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 and he disappeared. <laughs> no, nah, they just needed all they needed was a, a piece of each of their skin to be able to do the binding spell. They just mm-hmm. needed they all they needed was a piece of each person to be able to do the binding spell. Gotcha, mm-hmm. gotcha, gotcha. So it, he chopped off a piece of his chest. I, yeah, I know it was like, oh, he took his heart out. Like, nah. Right. nah but I, like but now I want to know whose blood that was that he drank. Who did he bind himself to if it wasn't Christina? It's who was he now bound to? It's probably Ruby's blood, which could bring her back to life, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about that. You know, or okay. even if she really wanted to get sneaky, it could be William's blood. You know, but. I don't know. We don't, we don't know. Man. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like mm-hmm. that. Lady came back to life. <laughs> yeah, so like, that was another thing. Dream. At what point did that reverse? Like, because it reversed all the way back to her getting her immunity back. Like, what part of the game was that? When did they slip that incantation in, in the mix? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking this guy's talking about her dealing with God because she was like, you know, God's gonna watch out for us. Yeah, but, but I don't know. We have to watch it again, I guess. You know what? And and I and I probably end up like now that all of the episodes are out, I'm probably gonna have a day where I'm just gonna watch everything and kind of like try to put all of, of the things that I may have missed before. And put it all back together, but again, like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm pleased. I'm, I'm. I was yeah. thoroughly entertained. Yes. I was, you know, here for the whole story, beginning to end. This was great, and mm-hmm. and we need more of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same, same. Shakol, <laughs> what you got? Um, what you got for two, two, two last things for me, and then, and then whatever you want to do, we can do one. The scene where Montrose was trying to get Tick to wake up and take him home. Mm. Come on, yeah, man. It got to me. Come on, man. Like, Simple don't do that. Life. He was he was trying hard. And when they carried Tick off and 
Well, when they was he was trying to wake him up, and they gave Montrose the letter, and then when they was carrying him off, and just understanding like the the weight of of Tick dying, and how it affected everybody, mm-hmm. man that 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 hurt me. That, that hurt me bad, man. Because Tick was I I enjoy I enjoy every all the characters that was on this on this show, mm-hmm. and then this episode Tick was so vulnerable. Like this yeah. is probably the most vulnerable we've ever seen him in any of the episodes. He said he didn't want to die, mama. I was crying. I don't give a I was <laughs> yeah. like, I mean somebody I, was cutting you on you. It so, choked, you know. it choked you. I got choked up, man. Yeah. Uh, and this, and he already knew from when him and Hippolyta went through the, the portal the first time, and he was like, "She went to the past. I went to the future. I know how this ends. Like, I know mm-hmm. what's like. Just knowing, like, having that amount of assurance, like, you know what it is. This is it. And if it's gonna happen, fuck it. We gonna, you know, ride this to the wheels, fall off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is, that's different. That's different. Yeah. Cause I don't know yeah. if I could be that calm, that's that that collected, that you know, well put together. Like I I don't know if it could have been me. When you have a purpose and a responsibility, I mean, you gotta you gotta handle your job. Yeah. I, I think the scene that happened right before they left, with was Tick was looking outside. He turns around, he sees everybody. Like he yeah. sees every, and I think that was when he was like, "I'm making peace with this right now because right. we're gonna be okay." This is, I mean, this is it for me. You know what I'm saying? They don't even know. Right. And 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 the song, I, was it a church song? I don't even know if it was a church song they was playing, but the song they was playing when he was looking at all of his family and everybody doing their jobs, it was, it was a lot, man. This episode, yeah. was a lot. he made peace with it, and he yeah. lied to his father. He, he, that's why Letty looked at him like, "What are you talking about? You're gonna die." And he was like, "No, nah, I'm gonna be all right." I mean, he had a lot to him. Yeah, he said it was just, He said that's just one. So I, I have a, a question and then I'll leave it alone. So does Hippolyta have the she knows how to control the, the time machine basically, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she could right. technically go back in time and fix all this, right? Mm. Well, I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I say that you got Marvel Universe time travel or back to the future time travel. <laughs> Well, because there's so many what was it, time infinite timelines, I yeah. don't I don't know that you going back changes what has to happen. Like mm. she went back like they went to nineteen twenty one, didn't really change nothing, but had they changed something, the future would have been different. So I think right. her going back hell, if she could go back, I'm sure she would have went and got George. Like, That's what I was saying. Like I'm on before Atticus. So I don't I don't think it's that easy, especially mm. when I was thinking when she was talking to Diana, why don't you just go back in the past to right before Diana got attacked, grab her and bring her to the future? Like so I don't I don't think it works like that. But if, if the season two happened and she brings uh people back to life, then I'm gonna be but there's yeah. different timelines. So, their, their sacrifice needs to pay off, so they can't come yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. What? <laughs> so, because it's like I don't. Why did? 
Why did D become a murderer? <laughs> why why did D kill the white lady at the end? Christine. She was like, you still Yeah. First of all, first of all, white people have done D wrong the whole time she's been on the scene. True. From that man spit on her forehead. Mm-hmm. From the one on the train track who was ignoring her when she was when she saw them dancing and coming towards her. And nobody else could see it. Nobody. But they didn't even care to think to be like, all right, this little girl is in like in trouble. Like it was, it was fuck her from jump, and she was not with the shits. Then to see this girl, this woman, put your whole family at risk, have your whole family going crazy and all of that. Nah, fuck all of y'all. Like, and then took her ability to draw back. away. Yeah, now that as an artist, oh yeah, you you, I'm crushing your neck for that alone. <laughs> Yeah, that was hard. Yeah. But that I, was I, hard. I'm, I'm mad. Well, I'm not mad. I'm happy she got that resolution. But I'm like, oh, D shouldn't have had to kill her. Like, yeah, it was kind of weird. Who gave her the arm though? Like, with like, like, yeah, Because yeah. yeah. oh, she okay. said she remember when she was like, here, here's the comic. She was like, mom, where you learn how to how to draw like that? She was like, well, I learned from such and such, and I'm gonna teach you how to do it. And I think she took mm. her and was like, hey, like. Let me just get you an arm. <laughs> yeah. And that arm dope. But what? wasn't somebody in a dream, they were saying the lady with the robotic arm, like, wasn't that something? Oh, you're right. That, what episode was that? I forget, I forget, but it was it was something that they came from. It was like, yeah, I yeah. seen her too, or some shit like that. Oh, what? Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah. it was like after episode six. I'm going to have to watch uh, it again. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just so many little things that they kind of just like some things they planted little seeds, some things they kind of just handed it to you and was like, We just gonna get this to you and move along. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. shoot, yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, let's go to our favorites there. Uh, uh, who, uh, Marie. <laughs> my favorite one. character of this season of the episode like who was your mm. what's the credits role that's my favorite my favorite character would have to be Hippolyta because mm. of what she represents and also because much like myself, I would have showed up mad late to everything and be like, what y'all got going on? And be like, oh, shit. <laughs> and the way she just rolled up, like, niggas is losing right. their minds, everything is falling apart, and she just popped back in like, hey, guys, what's up? <laughs> and I was like, bitch, where have you been? Right. What's going on? Take Ben back. Like, why your ass did not come back through the portal? She went forward. Okay, okay. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, that would, that would so be me. Like, yes, I want to go fight with the Warriors. I want to go dance with Josephine Baker. I want to, you know, mm-hmm. learn everything there is to learn, do math in my head, see the stars, the planets, and the moon. Like, I want to be able to do all of that. I give you the world. <laughs> and all the new Okay. No, okay, cool. I think that's a solid choice. Solid choice. Uh, Shogun, what about you? Who's your favorite? Favorite character still and will forever be George. He set the groundwork of everything. Uh, He might have had a little bit of screen time, but he had the most impact to me. Mm -hmm. Um, He was a historian. 
he was the jack of all trades. You know, he kind of was like, what are these things? Are these vampires? You know, he was able to put everything together in a short amount of time. And then when he was gone, I felt it. You know, Mm -hmm. there was no explanation throughout the rest of the show. Like he was able to explain stuff just like that. Mm -hmm. And then when he was gone, I was like, man, now what? Mm -hmm. So I got to give it to George because he had the the most impact to me. Mm -hmm. Second favorite was probably Montrose because his story is the most interesting. Um, I was just like, wow, I just I had no idea. You know what I mean? And so since since it was something that I was not expecting mm-hmm. i was the most intrigued by it so i mean okay. yeah that's fair that's fair cole jackson um for the entire series right yeah yeah i'm probably this is this is probably cheating but oh well uh it's gonna have to be tick and lady uh i think okay. tick and lady i i love Letty's journey through the whole the whole thing like i thought <laughs> right yeah, unintended um i think letty's letty's whole journey through the whole from season one all the way to, to to tonight's episode was just amazing to me i just thought it was a really well-told story about her i hope journey smollett gets some type of award for her she played the hell out that part like mm-hmm. that episode when them girls was in them house but that house Mm-hmm. Come on now, when them spears was in there, that was that was amazing. That was amazing. Oh, what about her lemonade moment when she was over them mm-hmm. from the front? She had had it. Right, right. When um when uh when she found out she was pregnant, um the whole story with her siblings and her family, all everything around Letty just really I enjoyed it. I I thought it was nice. I thought she I think Journey acted her ass off again. Yeah. Um, and then with Tick, I just like Tick's character. I like, I just, I just like this character. I liked him through yeah. the whole thing, and and just to get to this moment of him, uh, having to die. You know what I'm saying? For him to be able for things to just move <laughs> forward, and then his his whole him really like I'm. I got to use this magic to protect my family. I gotta yeah. get. I gotta figure this magic out. This this is it's too much. There's so much lineage behind my name. I don't know why. I don't know what makes me so special. I just enjoy both of those characters. So for the whole season, it's got to be ticking, lady. Mm, okay. I gotta go with Christina. What? <laughs> JK. I mean, I did like that Bentley though. That was a nice car, nigga. I mean, fuck her, man. I'm really I mean, her it. outfits were cute. I she get her was killing it, dog. She was killing it. That black and gold. She gave a good look. Whatever. And then my eyes, nigga. I was like, shit. You know. Let me get one of them that little potion, you nigga. Know, I'm, you know. No. Um, <laughs> I don't. I, Ooh, I wanna, that's a good question. If you had that potion, who I'm would drinking you it. turn into? I'm drinking it. Two at a time, okay. my nigga. Two at a time. I'm doing who this. Who do you want to turn into? Me as a white person. <laughs> Lord. I want to experience privilege. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Uh, uh, shit. Who would you turn into? Who, me? Yeah. 
You know I'm gonna be. You know I'm gonna be ignorant and say Fifty Cent. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> he ain't white. But he. But you, know, you want to know something? He gets to be as childish and as petty and as ignorant, and he wants to be, and he still finds a way to get paid while doing it. And I yeah. cannot do anything but respect that. They should have canceled Fifty Cent a long time ago, but he's uncancelable. Really yeah. <laughs> it, it, it just doesn't stop. Like, yeah, it just doesn't stop. So, but you could turn to any white person. You chose to be a black man. <laughs> Why would I want it? First of all, because okay, <laughs> don't get me wrong, I do have my white faves. I will say that. So if I had to turn into a white person, white faves, fave. Fave, oh, fave. Fave. okay. <laughs> like, but, but see, just because I have white faves, I don't think I would want to be them. Like, I like Rachel McAdams. I don't want to be her. Mm. I don't like, know who that is. Virginia George. Yeah. Oh. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Duh. Where you been? <laughs> yeah, you, you win. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean... If you if you would be anybody white, who would you turn into? And I, I should not say that with the look of disgust on my face. Let me ask that again. Uh, I don't know. Cole, you got because I ain't I, I can't you know Cole would turn into a dark skinned Cole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you have it. <laughs> I'm joking, man. There you have it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to be those proud. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't That's what I'm saying. I don't. Like, I, don't I don't want to. The privilege, I don't, don't, the privilege doesn't outweigh the problems in that regard. Yeah. And I just, I can't deal with that. Like, I can't. There's what? nothing. You don't want to like just walk into a salad. store and be like, I'm thinking about buying this and people take you serious? No, because again, no, I am doing? ignorant. I want to be right. Ra- I want to be able to walk in and afford it. You can do and make you. Mad that you have to service me because oh, I, I can you. afford it. I see. You have nah. I'm not. Mm-mm. You want me to get rid of seasoning and and soul and dancing? I, you want me to put anything in your life? You can have anything in your life but seasoning. No, no. old babe. Come on, man. No. You're asking a lot. Anything. No. <laughs> you can have a house in the best part of town without any kind of tax deductions or anything. Nah, but my neighbors don't look like that. I still want to claps on the twos and fours. I don't want to change to the ones. You don't three. have to do that. You can enjoy any type of music at any rhythm and dance your own type of way. No, nah, that's all right. You got it. <laughs> Four and a half, you get your game. (laughs) That's what I know. That's what I know. I couldn't. Yeah, I'm I'm drinking it still. I'm sorry. I'm turning to a white person. (laughs) You know what? Yeah, I I do have somebody. I would I would be Drake. Drake already took that potion. He every album wait, is a new person. Wait, <laughs> wait. I want to hear. I want to hear him out. I want to hear him out. Why would you choose Drake? Drake is on top of the world right now. He can do whatever he want to. You no. see, have you seen his mansion? 
<laughs> he got plenty of money. He is he is set. He got a. Have you and seen he the best plane? of both worlds? He black See? and white. Black and white, yeah. Keto. <laughs> <Keto. See? laughs> that's Drake, right? That's what you get for. Hey, it was Drake. It cut me out. <laughs> he was like, so I heard my name. <laughs> See, um, Drake took about the game. <laughs> See, no, I don't feel so bad. It didn't. It wasn't just me. You better praise him. You better praise that Jewish king. You better praise him. <laughs> See, somebody just revoked his black card. They was like, "Nope, you would take the potion. You gotta go." Right? Yeah. Can't God. do it. The ancestors is not happy. God. I don't know, man. This this is this has been cool. Um, I'm in, I'm enjoying it. I'm happy it happened. I'm mm-hmm. interested to see what comes next. Actually, here's a good question: What are y'all getting into after this show? So now that this is over, is there like a show that you want to uh, watch that you never watched? Something you want to revisit? Like, did this inspire you to look for something else? Well, uh, right before Lovecraft Country came on. I had just gotten into a show. I believe it's on. What was it? It, it was Showtime or something. But the Good Lord Bird. Oh, I've never heard of it. Yeah, so it's a brand new show with Ethan Hawke, and it's called hmm. The Good Lord Bird. Oh, I see. And apparently, see he's trying to be the white guy from Django, where he's going and freeing slaves, hmm. he's doing it in the name of the Lord. Oh yeah. And like, so and he's got I, that little I, kid. Yes, and so it's a little boy who they got dressed as a little girl, and he's kind of like going through, you know. That show looks wild. I don't want to. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying not to give too too much away, but it is worth getting into. It's very, it's it's a slow build for the first episode, but once you get into it and you learn the characters, it makes it a little easier to follow. So I'm I'm interested to see how it goes. It's like three episodes right now, and I've watched all three of them. So, uh, the good Lord Bird. The good Lord. Lord. Okay. I'm gonna check that out. I'm gonna check that out. Uh, what about you, Cole? This book. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read the Lovecraft Country book. Uh, the season finale is here. It's come and gone. Uh, I really want to see what this book. What did I miss out via the book? And then I'm kind of. Mm. I kind of want to compare and contrast. And yeah. See. Oh, so. I mean, shit, we might have to do a book club then. You know what I'm saying? Finish up. You know, what? I would love that because I want to know what the next, you know, black nerd book that's going to get turned into a TV show is going to be. Because I don't like being on the on the, you know, after yes. end. I want to be. Yes. I want to be get into the wave. Right, right, right. Yeah, I, I caught this one by by accident. It feel like shit, but I was on that <laughs> Um, Shogun. What? So now that um the show is over and done. Is there a show that you're watching next? Is there something that you wanted to revisit? Is there like where you, where do you go after this? So there's a couple of themes in this that I really enjoy, and it was the time travel part. Mm-hmm. There's a show on Netflix called Dark that is it's a German show, but you oh, can watch it with English subtitles, and it's about time travel. But it's several different layers deeper than the time travel that was in Lovecraft Country. So I, I need to finish that. The second season came out and I haven't finished it all, but that show is is really amazing based on the concept by itself. Yeah. So I'm going to finish Dark. It's mm-hmm. on uh, Netflix. 
Cool, cool. Okay. Yeah, I think I started watching that, but I didn't get too far. It's very slow and hard to watch because of the subtitles. But uh, if you if you stick with it, it's mm-hmm. a mind bender. Like okay. I might have to revisit it. <laughs> <laughs> subtitles, I mm, Well, you can watch it with it. English dub and, and it's okay, a little I bit better. English dub. I could do okay. that. I could do that. I could do uh, it. It starts off with this kid that disappears. And then he, mm, I don't want to story. I don't want to spoil the story. Okay, but yeah, no. it, it gets it gets wild with the stories yeah. and the concept of time travel. Mm, okay. 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 Yeah. What about you, sir? What are you doing? Um, for me, I'm going with um, Watchmen. But November, I'm actually going to be writing a novel with the National Novel Writing Month. So I'm 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 trying to. What they do? They gonna pop the so, collar on us like that? That's how you do it. I'm, I'm hoping to be done, but Watchmen <laughs> is my next. My next. Okay, come. <laughs> like, oh, I just want to be done with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Watchmen is my next go-to. Now that you know, I got the shit up. I want to do the little, little podcast series, but I do want to get into Watchmen, and because it's already done, I want to watch it how I watched. Lovecraft Country. I'm only going to watch one episode a week. Like even though I can watch them all at once, I still want to take you my time. Pace yourself. Watchmen yeah. is very dope, and it's got a lot of themes that are very true to life to what's going on in the real world. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's uh they do a lot with reparations, and yeah. it's like a what if? What if black mm-hmm. people actually got reparations? Mm-hmm. Okay. I've only seen the first episode, so really. Yeah, I'm gonna get into it too, but I, I I gotta dig into this book. I haven't read a good book in a long time, so yeah, it's funny. I told the uh, I told the woman at the bookstore when I put picked it up, I was like, "Yo, this might get me back into actually like reading some shit for you know what I'm saying for a change." I've been so buried in TV since the you know pandemic and, yeah. and quarantine and yeah. stuff like that, and I'm like, like the show was so good, it really. I literally went, I was like, I'm getting this book today and went on the search board and got it. And I was like, yeah. I'm going to read this book because this, <laughs> the story is so good. The story yeah. was so good. And I was like, I got it. There's something in this book that I ain't, that they didn't show me and I want to know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Oh, well, y'all. Yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been something. We yeah. got any, uh, any final thoughts? So you know, you're supposed to say something. What's up? Yeah, I was I was thinking, I was like, I wonder why Tick didn't actually tell anybody that he's seen supernatural things when he came back home. You know what I'm saying? Like he was already semi-prepared for all the stuff that was going on because uh what happened in Korea. You know what I mean? I guess so. Like okay, I'll say this. Cole, when you read the book. I'll just say when you read the book, because. Okay. But, but yeah, like, honestly, in the show, who is he gonna tell? Like George is probably the only one he could say something to, and then he'd be like, "All right." But mm-hmm. like Lady Montro, Montro's beat his ass behind liking to read. Like, no, like who was he gonna and and that that was another thing that kind of like. This idea that black kids should not be avid readers, like the fact that D got 
or possessed or was tormented by characters from a book. Yeah. Like that's a big like that's a, a big thing that you gotta try not to miss. Like that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And then George being the avid reader that he was and like having all of those different books that, that was what he was interested in when they first that got was, to that big house. Yeah. You know, Letty was in there shopping, you know, till she dropped. He in there reading books like that. <laughs> Joe's like, I'm old. Yeah, he's taking them off the shelf. Yeah, I was here for it. But that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. all the outfits she had, she picked this badass outfit with the riding boots and then never wore it again. Yo, it was it was fire. Yeah. It was that fire was, though. That was probably her best fit, honestly. I'm, I was. Listen, I was like, oh, she about to. I don't even yeah. like them like light skin, but I was I was looking. I'm just saying, it just everything was just so well tailored. The leather, yeah. the, oh, the yes, caramel, like listen, the pants then, was well tailored. Then did nothing. This is disappointment. Yeah. You know what? Oh no! Wait, wait. she had some dresses on that was kind of fire. Like she had this one thing. Never mind. Yeah, orange one. Yeah, pants did enough. Okay, you got follow her on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, what happened to the dude okay, with the toothpick? Me being a girl, I'm sorry, y'all. Nah, you good? You good? What? Wait, what toothpick? The dude with the toothpick who was trying to get at her and, and uh, tip was oh, like, that nigga, what was that? Philadelphia? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah they wrapped that up. Him. Yeah, they they gone. They left that one. Yeah, he's nah, fuck him. Fuck tree. Okay. Um. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. That lie. Yeah. yeah. You know why they call me tree, huh? Yeah, fuck him. Um, <laughs> okay, so um, let these yeah. folks know where they can find y'all online. You know, your social media, they can follow you, have some discussions, support your work, and all that good stuff. Go ahead, uh, T. Marie, let these folks know where to catch up with you. <laughs> so you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Just Call Me T Marie. Same thing on Twitter, minus the first T. It's just J U S Call Me T Marie. And I also have my own podcast that I'm bringing back because you know I went went on a another break, but now I'm gonna be coming back. And you can find that at PCPOV Part Chester Point of View. PCP. PCPOV. Everybody stops at PCP. I mean, <laughs> but no, it's from it's, it's Parkchester point of view. That's where I'm from in the Bronx. Oh, so, I got you. You know, yeah. I just talk about my point of view on different things, whether it be reality TV show, pop culture, politics. Is a little bit that I do get into. Okay. Just, you know, talking about my own little you know spiel and how I feel about certain things because you know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, this quality content and, and been doing this since before the podcast. I remember them Facebook uh lunches. Yeah, my lunch book, my, my, my lunchtime lives kind of yeah. you know got, got me lives. got me lit. But yeah, yeah like you know, it. check me out. I, I, I do a lot of things, I talk a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good shit. Good shit too. Good shit. Ah, and then uh this dynamic duo. What's what's up? What we well you can about? find me as my my name says. Shogun from the Government Name Podcast. It's G-U-B-M-I-N-T-N-A-M-E. That's Shogun from the Government Name Podcast. Uh, we do a weekly uh, checks and balance of social commentary. So we talk about everything. And uh, this this week's episode, uh, we, we kind of get into Ice Cube. Yes, it's the shirt and the Compton hat. And uh, black people being Republicans and getting a lot of heat for it. 
So if okay. you are interested in that dialogue, make sure you check out the Gummin' Name Podcast. It's G-U-B-M-I-N-T-N-A-M-E. I'm going to listen to that. Uh, you probably, you might like me now. You're going to hate me by the end of that episode. <laughs> or you should listen to last week's episode if you want to. You can listen to all. We're on We're on all all forms, DSPs. Pick one. We're on there. Oh, uh, you can catch me on Instagram at ColeJackson12, or you can catch me on mate. You can catch me on Twitter at ColeJackson12, or you can catch me on Instagram at ColeJackson underscore B1K. Uh, I'm always on. Well, not always. I'm usually on somebody's podcast doing something. But mm-hmm. we have the podcast. We have the podcast that comes out every Tuesday. Me and 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 good old Shogun, the man, the myth, the legend. Um, <laughs> and you could also catch me with Carefree Black Nerd doing our doing our thing. Um, yeah, everybody's right. a part of the BYK Radio family. Uh, we're a podcast network. We are the culture. Oh, I gotta go follow y'all now. Yeah, I, just, I, just, I just, I just followed you. Uh, oh, I, as soon as you say that, I, I got, I got the notification. Ah, oh, there you go. All the links in the show notes, y'all listeners. So please check out those show notes to get those Shogun, Cole Jackson, just, just. One T called me T Marie on Twitter. And of course me, Rain Coleman, the Carefree Black Nerd, Carefree Blurred on Twitter, Carefree Black Nerd everywhere else. This has been the finale episode of Lovecraft Aftermath, celebrating this blackness and horror, drama, sci-fi, Afrofuturism, good storytelling. Black uh, aliens. Aliens, uh Beyond Cess. <laughs> so yes thank you all for listening uh those of you uh podcasters if you want to see our lovely faces going over to youtube that link will be in the show notes as well you can see the visual of this episode um i mean this has been this has been nice you know we gotta do this again y'all most definitely i i i, I like that you're going to youtube bro this is yeah. always dope yeah, I gotta make that transition. Man. We literally just had this discussion like today. I was like, "Hey, man, I've been thinking about you know getting us on you know streaming stuff, other stuff." But it's dope. I like it. Right. Yeah, in this thing. So if you do want to reach out to me, if you want to get your thoughts and opinions uh, on an episode, and you don't want to be on it, maybe send me a voice memo. Carefreeblacknerd at gmail dot com. Uh, link tree slash carefree black nerd, all that good shit. So, links in the show notes. Stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky, and stay away from your distant white cousins. The motherfuckers mean you no goodness. If they name Christina, if they a brave wife, if they blonde <laughs> with long hair, and that's your distant cousin, stay the fuck away, fam. Nah. <laughs> oh man, this has been real. All right, y'all.